I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian Motivation Broadcast, hosted by your one and only, Jubin Jean Georges. Hello everybody, how you guys doing? How you guys doing today? How was your day? How was your day? How was your morning? You know, like I actually posted, um, I think I posted that on Sunday, or was it Saturday? that this week I will be going live at 5, 5 p.m. Central Time. Uh, So it is 5 o'clock today, guys. I am so tired, but I have to come, you know, like to actually come talk to you guys because, you know, I am committed to this. So today, my topic is today, are you ready for the return of Christ? Are you guys ready for the return of Christ? Are you ready for the return of Christ? If if Jesus Christ returned right now, that I am talking to you right now, will you go to heaven? Will you go to heaven or will you stay behind? Are you ready for the return of Christ? We know these days, guys, there is a lot of stuff that actually distract distract me and you. There's a lot of like earthly things that actually distract you and I, making it very hard for us to get our lives together, making it very hard for us to actually be ready if Christ returned right now, that I am talking to you right now, for us to actually go to heaven. Being a Christian is not easy, guys. Being a Christian is very hard. Living a Christian life, guys, it is very, very, very hard. I'm not going to stay in front of you right now saying that being a Christian is easy. Serving God, it is not easy. It is not easy. But at the same time, guys, we have to be ready for the return of Christ. That is my title for today. Are you ready for the return of Christ? The Bible talks about the return of Christ. One thing that the Bible say about the return of Christ, Jesus Christ will return as a thief. Because like, we actually don't know when a burglar going to come to our house. The burglar do not call you saying, hey, tomorrow I'm going to be at your house at 7 o'clock, okay? Because as the burglar know, if you actually know the day, the time, the hour, the season, the second that you he will come or she will come to your house, you will be ready for that burglar. You will have a gun ready. You will have a trap ready. You might have a you know the police ready. It's the same thing. Christ do not want us to know when he's coming. 
but he actually give a sign. The burglar do not give a, give you sign that he is coming to your house, but Christ, Jesus Christ, give us many signs. If you actually read, you know, a, you know, Revelation. Revelation have a lot of sign of what's supposed to happen in the end day before God, before Christ return. So once again, are you ready for the return of Christ? Me, I'm not saying like I'm ready every day, but I do my best for me to be ready. That's why before I go to sleep, I pray. I confess my sin. I release my soul, my spirit, my mind back to Christ. If Jesus Christ returned the moment that I am sleeping so I can know that I am ready to go. That's why when I wake up in the morning, I pray. I ask for, I even ask God forgiveness for the sin that I commit, in, you know, like in my dream. You might think like I'm critical. Like some people are saying like dreams are not real. Dreams are, you know, they are just dreams. They actually not will, but actually dreams are real. The thing that happened in your dream, the thing that you see in your dream are really happening. It's like we live in like two different lives. We live in like a life when we are awake. We live in another life when we're, when we're actually sleeping. I have experience. You know, I'm talking through experience because like many times when I was younger, you know, God used to use me in my sleep to actually fight, you know, like fight demons for, for like people. I remember one time, I think I was like 18, you know, I was fighting with like a demon all the way in Haiti trying to save somebody's life. And then like the demon actually caught me, you know. When I woke up in the next day, the the place that the demon caught me, I woke up, I saw the cut right there, you know, like on my arm. And then there was blood, you know, just to show you that dreams are will. So me, I even ask God for forgiveness for the thing that I commit in my dreams. Sometimes I do have sexual dreams. Sometimes I do have dreams that I'm actually like sinning against God. Sometimes I, you know, like I do have dreams that I'm doing things that I would never do when I am awake. So that's why I always make sure I apologize to God for the thing that I commit on my dream, for every sin that I committed on my dream. You know. I know some people do that. There is many people that don't do that. Me, I'm one of the maybe 1% or 2% people that do that. If you haven't done that, that you know, I'm not telling you you have to do it. I'm going to give you that as a advice. That is a good thing to do to even ask God for forgiveness for the thing that you committed in your dream. So that's why when I wake up in the morning, I pray. I got, the first thing I do every morning, guys, when I open my eyes, before I even open my phone, before I even check a message, I say, good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. I say, good morning, God the Father. Good morning, God the Son. Good morning, God the Holy Spirit. That's the first thing that I make sure that coming out my mouth when I wake up in the morning. Those are the things that I'm trying to train myself to do so I can be ready for the return of Christ. Because like I don't know when I get up the bed, if something gonna happen, you actually might think like bad thing gonna happen to you when you are outside your house. Bad thing could happen to you right here in front of you, you know, inside of your house. There could be a fire. You could be like in the kitchen, like with a knife, 
you know, trying to clean a kitchen, uh, uh, you know, like a meat or a chicken, do anything, and then there's like an accident, you probably uh, slip and then like flip, you know, like anything. There could be like a water, you know, like on the floor or like a grease on the floor cause you to actually slip. And then like the knife goes straight to your neck or goes straight to your heart. So that's why when you wake up in the morning, you have to make sure that you ask God for forgiveness. Make sure that you say good morning to God, good morning to the Father, to the Son, to the Holy Spirit. You know, you have to ask God for those stuff before you even get up your bed. Because you don't know what's going to happen the moment that you get up the bed. You do not know what's going to happen. So me, I make sure like I do those little things that most people do not think about. Those little things that most people do not want to do, me, I try. I'm not saying like I do it like every day. Sometimes I get up, I forget to say good morning. I forget to, you know, to confess my sin, you know, like, but that's why I always make sure when I go to sleep, I do it. So what are you doing for you to be ready for the return of Christ? You know, what are you doing? Because like we do not know the time, the hour, the season that Jesus Christ will return. But we're able to see the sign. There is a lot of signs right now. There is a lot of stuff going on. The earth is actually upside down. The earth is going through a lot of tribulation right now. And the earth is shaking so much. The enemy is shaking the earth so much because the enemy knows Jesus Christ is close to return. I had a dream, when was it, 2020 or 2019, between 2019 and 2020. I had a vision that I saw the return of Christ. I saw the, you know, like the rapture. And then like after that, there was like a, you know, like there was like, it's just like a dream back and back. You know, I had that dream. And then after that, I had another vision there was like a clock that actually fall down from heaven that had five minutes. You know, it was like a big clock came down from heaven. The, you know, the heaven door opened and then the clock fell down in front of me and I saw five minutes. And I saw five minutes and then I saw the second, you know, or actually moving. So I don't know what God trying to say, if it's like five minutes, if it's five years, five hours. I don't know, but I just saw five minutes. There was five minutes left in the clock. So, like, you know, like that's one of the reasons why me, day to day, I try to do things that, that will get me ready when Christ returns. That's why during my day, if I commit a sin right away, I apologize. I confess the sin right away. That's why when I go home, I actually think about the day to see what did I do today? You know, like I remember having a conversation. What was the conversation about? You know, I'm trying to, to figure it out. During that conversation, if I had tell a lie, if I had said something that I was not supposed to say, if I had hurt somebody during the day so I can confess my sin to Christ, or if I have to call the person, if I have the person contact so I can apologize. Those are the little things that I am doing. So what are you doing for you to be ready for the return of Christ? You know, 
Right now, day to day, we need to live like today is the last day. When you wake up tomorrow, you need to act like tomorrow is the last day. Every time you go to sleep, you wake up, you need to act like you are living in the last day. You need to say like today, Jesus might be coming. Today is the last day. Today is the last day. So for you to do the thing that you're supposed to do daily to get yourself ready. If you made it through the day, you say, thank you, Lord. Because I made it through the day. Thank you, thank you, Lord. Because you actually didn't allow me to commit a sin today. If you did come in a sin, you say, Lord, I am sorry for my sin. I am sorry for my sin. Right now, the enemy is working overtime. The enemy people is doing everything that the devil wants them to do. So me and you cannot be ready. So we can be distracted. There is so much distraction. Television. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, you know, video games, like all those are club, bars, concert. There is a lot of things that the enemy is doing right now to get me and you so distracted so we don't think about today might be the last day. Because we are supposed to leave as today is the last day. I'm telling you that and I am telling myself that we're supposed to leave like today is the last day. Don't say that, oh, tomorrow I will I will leave like tomorrow is the last day. No, it's never too late right now for you to be leaving like today is the last day. Don't forget when you go to sleep tonight to confess. If you are at home right now, confess your sin because something could happen right there like in your home. You might think you are safe because you are home, because like you went out and then you, you come back home. Something may not happen to you when you was outside and right there inside your house. Something bad happened to you. You know, the flesh is fighting against the spirit. But most of us, we let the flesh overcome the spirit. Sometimes I let my flesh overcome my spirit. So that's why my daily prayer is for, for, for God to line up my line up my life. By me saying line up my life, the spirit is supposed to be first. You see, the spirit, soul, and body. The body, it's like the flesh. It's not supposed to be body, soul, and spirit, or it's not supposed to be soul. Body and spirit. It's supposed to be spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit supposed to uh, dominate your soul and your body, and then like your soul supposed to dominate your body because your body is where the flesh is. That's what the enemy is using, you know, like to actually make me and you sin every day in our life. That's what the enemy is doing. There's actually people right now, people that are doing voodoo, they're having secret meeting right now with Satan to actually try to find what can they do more to cause you to go to hell. What can they create more? What can they come up with more to get you and me distracted? 
anybody this day want to be rich. I'm not saying like it's a bad thing to be rich, but all their focus is about rich, 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 rich. So they're doing everything for them to be rich. They're setting their soul. You know, they're setting you up for money. They're scamming people all over the internet because they're trying to be rich. They're doing all those stuff. They have no time to pray, no time to listen to the word of God, no time to listen to someone talking about my sweet Jesus for them to accept Christ because all they focus about is money. So money is a curse. We need money. Okay. Yeah, we need money to survive, but most of us letting money controlling our life. So that's that's like another thing that the enemy is using to distract you and me. Because most of us, we're working like two, three, four jobs. We don't even have time for ourselves. We don't even have time for our kids. You think you're going to have time to pray? You think you're going to have time to even confess your sin to God? You think you're going to have time to go to church? You think you're going to have time to tell somebody on the street that they need to accept Christ into their life because God is soon to return. Christ is soon to return. I don't know what that clock meant, but it was like five minutes. There was five minutes, you know you know, on the clock. So how do you live your daily life, guys? Are you arguing every day with your wife? Are you arguing every day with your husband? Because the Bible also says two people will be laying down, you know, in the return of Christ, and then one of them will be saving, the other one will stay behind. Because there is a lot of people like husband and wife the husband might be the one serving God, the wife don't want to, or it might be the wife is serving God, and then like the husband do not want to. You know? Or it could be like both of them are like Christian, but one of them is actually not really doing what God is asking him or her to do. They're not really uh, living the Christian life 100%. One fit is inside, the other fit is out. I'm not saying like having fun is bad. Yeah, me, I want to have fun. Starting next year, by the grace of God, 2022, you know, I'm planning to travel more because I want to visit the world. You know, I want to see, you know, like all the places that God created. I want to see the beauty of God, you know, like of of God creation. But at the same time, I want to make myself know that remember that I am a man of God. There's things I'm not supposed to do. There's places I'm not supposed to enter. There's words I'm not supposed to say. There's ways I'm not supposed to act, dress. There's like stuff I'm not supposed to do. But at the same time, I want to, you know, like, you know, like enjoy my life too. So that's one of the reasons why I actually say having fun is not a sin, but you need to be careful. Because by the moment that you are having fun, Jesus might return. So what are you doing in those fun? What kind of fun are you having? There's Christian right now, they they are like in club all the time. Oh, the Bible say, you know, come as you are. Oh, you know, like God only look into the heart, not the thing I'm doing. Oh, this or that. You know, like those stuff like don't do not make sense to me. Like we are making us so much excuses for us to 
for us to like keep sinning, for us to pleasure the flesh, we are actually creating like so much, so much excuses, taking God's word and flipping around, making like, you know, like, you know, like a way that, that you're going to make yourself believe like the thing that you are doing is good when you know it's not good. How do you live your life at work? When you are at work, what do you do? Are you still representing God right there at your job? When people see you at work, do they still see, you know, Christ through you? Are they still able to see the light in you? Or it's only when you are at church that people might see you acting like a Christian because you are at church? How do you live your life when you are going through? You know what? I'm going to say that because a lot of people do that. How do you live your life when you are going through the drive through at a fast food restaurant? It might be Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, you know. How do you, you know, like behave? Because like I witness a lot of people when they go through the drive through just because they take forever and then like they start cursing, they start acting crazy, or they might give them like the wrong food, they start acting crazy. And then that person is someone you've seen in, in church, talking in tongue in church. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus Christ, hallelujah. And then at the drive through you actually not representing Christ. So how do you react? Or it may not be at the drive-thru. It might be like inside the fast food restaurant. You order your food, and then like you stand it up, and then you're looking at the people just walking around talking because they do that a lot. They will talk, walk around talking, and then they are not making your food. They're taking forever. So actually make your food, then you start getting mad. Do you blow up? And then you think after you blow up, you start cursing, you start doing everything, and then you met someone Rather like in the parking lot or inside the store and then you're trying to tell them about Christ, you think they're going to listen to you after they witness you acting like that? And then you think if Christ returned right there like in that moment that you are behaving like that, you think you're going to heaven? So my question again, are you ready for the return of Christ? You know, are you ready for the return of Christ? How do you actually um, act when you are driving, right? I'm taking those simple, you know, ex- I'm, I'm taking those little examples because I see them happen a lot. How do you act when you are driving? When you are driving, right? And then somebody in front of you is driving so slow. And then like you are late for work. Or you might be late for a date. Or you might be late for church. Or you might be late, you know, to actually get home because like you're hungry. Your food, you know, your wife call you, hey, babe, you know, like the food is ready. And then like you're trying to make it home fast. And then somebody in front of you is actually slow. How do you act? Because I see a lot of you start blowing your horn, start screaming, start cursing, start doing all the stuff. 
So if Christ will turn in that moment that you are behaving like that, do you think you're going to heaven? Like, do you think that you are going to heaven? Today I'm just giving like different examples, talking about different things. I may not even give no verse, nothing like that. I'm talking to you guys. So what do you do when you are at school? You might be like high school, middle school, college. You work so hard in your assignment. You study a lot in your assignment. You believe that you was going to get an A. And then when you return your assignment, your homework to the teacher, the teacher gives you a D or gives you a C. And then you know that you work so hard. You sweat. You actually got sweat so much. You actually spend all night studying, reading, searching, doing research, and then you are 100% guaranteed that you're going to get an A. And then the teacher gives you a D, gives you a C, and then you find out your work wasn't good enough. Or maybe your work is good, but the, the teacher just don't like you. He just chose to give you an a, a A or F, and then you know that you are a Christian. How do you act? Do you blow up on the teacher? Do, do you threat the teacher life? Do you curse at the teacher? Do you call the teacher stupid, dumb, and all those stuff? Or do, do, you, do you just behave as a Christian and then ask God to help you, to deal with that for you? So if you choose to behave in a bad way, do you think if Christ will turn in that moment, do you think that you're going to heaven? Do you? Think that you are going to heaven. People, we need to get ready. Because like some of us, like we are still waiting for this earth to change, for this earth. We are still waiting for everything to actually come back perfect. Like right like in the United States, we are still hoping that everything gonna come back, you know, like good, the economy gonna get way better, everything gonna work out so good. The country going to be great again. The country going to be beautiful again. No, this is not the time that we are living in. The Bible didn't say in the last day everything going to be good. The Bible said in the last day, in, you know, in Revelation, in the last day, everything going to be bad. Evil will be evil, more evil. Kids will, you know, disrespect their parents more. Those are the things that the Bible talk about. So don't assume that everything going to be great, everything going to work out, everything going to be smooth. If God allowed everything to, to be fixed, you think Christ going to return? No, Christ not going to return. If everything fixed, this earth is being vanished. This earth going to vanish. This earth going to be destroyed. That's why this earth is shaking right now. There's a lot of war going on. There's a lot of tsunami going on. There's a lot of earthquake going on. There's a lot of hurricane going on. And then scientists are doing those, those crazy experiments causing the earth to be shaped. They create, they, they're trying to create this, you know, like this machine, not, not trying. They already created the machine because I saw the video. You know, the machine is so long. They're talking about they're going to turn it on. They were supposed to turn it on this year. They didn't do it. You know, you know, like to turn it on because they're trying to make a black hole, you know, like, you know, I don't know. It's just like those stuff are causing the earth to be shaken. The earth cannot take those stress. There is too much stress. 
So what are you doing? So if you haven't like doing the thing that you're supposed to do to get ready for the return of Christ, to be ready when Christ returns, today is the moment. If you are listening to me right now, for the people that are watching me live right now, if you are if you haven't done it, right now is the moment. If you're gonna watch this video later on today, tomorrow, Wednesday, I don't know when, 10, 20, 50 years, if God allows you to to watch this video whenever. Right now is the time for you to get ready if you haven't get ready. I'm saying I'm saying that to myself too. Today is the day, is the time for me to get ready. That's why I try my best every day in my life for me to live a godly life. For me to live a man of God life. When I fail, I confess my sin right away. I don't let hours or days pass. Right away, instantly, I say, Lord, I'm sorry I fell. God, no, me, you and me, we're going to fail. That's why he said we need to pray. And we need to pray before we go to sleep. We need to pray. When, when we wake up, we need to pray during the day. We need to instantly confess our sin. When, when, when we commit a sin, don't wait for later. It might be too late. If you wait for two hours, you're giving the enemy place, time to kill you, to destroy you. If you wait two minutes, five minutes, six minutes, one hour, you're giving the enemy time to destroy you. For the people that are serving Satan right now, I know a lot of you are saying it's too late for you to serve God because Satan won't allow you. Satan is lying to you. It's never too late. The only time it's too late is when you die. That's when it's going to be too late for you to accept Christ into your life is when you die. But if you are still breathing, you are still alive, it's never too late. Don't listen to the enemy telling you it's too late. You are a sinner. God will, God will never love you. I love you. No, he's lying to you. The enemy, Satan, do not love none of you. Satan might appeal to you as someone that you've been looking for, telling you that he loves you. He's your father. He's going to take care of you. He give you money. He give you this. Satan do not love you. You know, he's playing with your mind. He's deceiving you. So you can never accept Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. But I'm telling you right now, accept Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. The time is near. I know a lot of people saying that, oh, I've been hearing that since the Bible day, 2,000, 3,000 years ago, that Jesus is going to return. When would Jesus return? Yeah, Christian kept saying Jesus is going to return, but Jesus never returned. Jesus having returned because he's given us chance to accept him into, into our life as our Lord and Savior. Jesus has given us time for us to confess our sin. Jesus has given us time to get our life straight. That's the reason why he hasn't returned yet. It's not because he don't want to, but he's given us time. He's given us chances over chances over chances. Chances for us to change our life and accept him into our life as our Lord and Savior. So we need to do that. What are you going to do after you watch this video? 
Are you still going to continue the sin that you are in right now? Or are you going to change your life? Are you still going to make yourself deny Christ by making up excuses so you can keep living in the sin? Are you going to still allow the enemy to play in your mind, telling you that there's no Christ? Who created all those stuff we are seeing? Who created the knowledge that we have? Who created this Satan that you are serving? Even those demons, they know. They know what's in heaven. That's the reason why they do not want you to go there because they know the pleasure, the power, the beauty, the love that's in heaven. That's why he do not want you guys to go there. Satan knows there's no way for him to accept Christ, to change, to act, to get forgiveness from Christ, from God. He already condemned. He already knows where he's going for the rest of his life. So he wants you to go there with him. He do not want you to go to heaven. My question again, are you guys ready for the return of Christ? If someone come to your house right now, put a gun in your head and put a bullet in your head, do you think that you're going to heaven? If someone come right now and put a gun in your head telling you that if you deny Christ, I will let you leave. But if you don't deny Christ, I will put a bullet in your head. Are you going to have the gut to say, no, I'm not going to deny Christ? That's one of my prayers. I have many prayers that I do. That's one of my prayers for God to help me if that ever happened to me so I can never deny Christ. I do not want to, to deny Christ. If God come to you right now, I ask a lot of people that question. Only two, three of them answer me correctly. The rest of them, not. Nah. I'm going to ask you guys that question live because I am live right now. This is not a video playing. This is me live right now. If God come to you right now, he actually say, do you want me to take you to heaven right now? Or do you want me to allow you to live and make you the richest person on earth? What will you cho uh, choose? Will you choose to be the richest person on earth, the most powerful person on earth? Or do you, uh, will, will you choose to actually uh, for, uh, allow God to take you right now? Me, I say, God, take me right now. I really don't care. God will take care of the rest of the people. God will take care of my kid. God will take care of my wife. Take me right now. Take me. God will take care of your wife. God will take care of your kid. God will take care of your mother. God will take care of your father. God will take care of your cousin. God will take care of everything else. Me, I say, take me right now because I do not want to keep living into this suffering, man. This earth full of suffering, full of tribulation. It is not easy to be a Christian. It is very hard to be a Christian, guys. It is not easy to be a Christian. It is not easy to live the life that God wants us to live. And then God understands that. That's why he actually sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you and me. 
I'm sorry guys for for the background noise. That's why he sent his son Jesus Christ to die for us. That's the reason why. That's why God wants us to pray every day, confess our sin every day, because He knows you will sin every day. If somebody tell me that I never sin, you are a liar. We sin every day because we have the sin nature within us. We have the blood of sin within us, so we sin every day. You could have a conversation today, and then you think your conversation went smooth, and then you t- you you actually told so much lie within that conversation without even knowing. It's a sin. The best way I could tell you to be ready is to pray every day, every second. Talk to God. Have a close relationship with Jesus Christ. Confess your sin. Don't go to sleep without praying. Don't go to sleep without confessing your sin. When you wake up, if you had a bad dream, you had a dream that you was doing something that's not of God, ask God for forgiveness for that. Because your dream is will. Your dream is not just a dream. Your dream is will is a life that you are living, that your conscience is living, your spirit is living, your soul is living. If you ever curse God, you need to ask God for forgiveness. If you haven't received Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, you need to accept Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. Don't wait for later. Don't wait for, oh, I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it Sunday. You don't know if you're going to be alive. The moment that you're hearing this, accept Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior. And I'm praying that Christ... Use those words that I am saying right now to go deeply into your soul to make you accept him into your life as his Lord, your Savior. As your Lord and Savior. God do not want to fuss none of us. That's why he gave you and me a will for us to choose the wrong path or the right path. Satan will force you to serve him. God do not force someone to serve him. That's why there's more people going to hell than heaven. People say that if God is so lovable, why he allow people to be suffer? Why he allow people to go to hell? No, you you allow that to happen to you. He created you with your own will for you to make your own decision. So you allow that to happen to you. God did not allow that to happen to you. You allowed that to happen to you. I allowed that to happen to me. So right now we are blaming like everything on God right now. Especially because of this corona. Especially in my country right now. All those drama that's going on in Haiti right now. They just kidnapped 17 missionaries. They, you know, the gang took over the country. The government all the ones that put those gangs in the country. The government is sending people to kidnap people for money, destroying people, killing people. There is a lot of stuff going on in my country right now, and there is a lot of people blaming God right now. They're saying, why God allowing those stuff to happen in Haiti? But remember, we are the one that did that. We allow those stuff to happen. We opened the door for the enemy to do all those stuff that he's doing in Haiti.
c'est nous-mêmes qui fait ça. We are the one that did that. Because like, all we're doing right now is pleasing the flesh. So don't be mad for the result. If you focus on pleasing the flesh, don't be mad of the result, of the pleasure. Just like there's people that's going around, sleeping around, sleeping around, sleeping around without no protection. I'm not saying like to go with protection. I'm telling you it's not good to do it. But, and then when they keep doing it, they end up with a disease and then they're blaming God. God didn't do it to you. You done it to yourself. So stop blaming God for everything that you are doing. And then like, we allow the enemy to make us do things. The enemy sent a flesh into your mind. The enemy sent something into your mind for you to think about it. But me and you are the one that choose to do it. Because the enemy can't really make you do things if you don't do it with your own will. That's why he make you do it. He sent a flesh into your mind. He sent like a bad thought into your mind for you to think about the sin and then you choose to do it. At the same time, you can choose not to do it. So the enemy is using the number one thing that God gave us, our will. For us to make us do it. Only if we knew who we actually are in Christ. There's some stuff that the enemy is doing right now. The enemy would never be able to do it. Only if we knew who we are in Christ. Once again, are you ready for the return of Christ? If Jesus Christ come right now, will you go to heaven? Are you ready for the return of Jesus Christ? Are you ready for the return of Jesus Christ, guys? I don't know, me, I'm saying that to myself too. Jubens, are you ready for the return of Christ? Are you guys doing the thing that you're supposed to do to be ready for the return of Christ? Are you praying every day, asking God forgiveness for your sin, for your disobedience? Disobedience is sin. Everything that's not of God is the, the right name for it, the real name for it is sin. Every sin, every sin is sin. Are you getting yourself ready for the return of Christ, guys? Today is Monday, uh, October 25th, I think it is. 5.45. Are you ready for the return of Christ? Have you accepted Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior? If you haven't, do it right now. You don't even need a pastor to actually do it for you. All you have to do is confess your sin and ask God to come into your life as your Lord and Savior. 
Some people think like a pastor have to do it for them. No, a pastor don't have to do it for you. You can do it right, right there, wherever you are right now. A lot of us, we blaspheming God every day in our life. And then when we are in trouble, who do we call? We call Jesus. Jesus, help me. If you're like in the plane right now, after you're blaspheming God, oh, God doesn't exist, oh, this or that. And then if the plane is crashing or is shaking, who do you call? You will never call Satan. You will never call Satan. You will call Jesus to save you. And then after Jesus serves you, oh, I don't want to serve God. Oh, I don't want to serve God. Oh, I don't want to do that. Stuff like this doesn't make sense to me. If you want to serve Satan, call Satan to help you. Don't call on my sweet Jesus just because you're in trouble. And then after he he actually helped you, you 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 go back and bless. I get mad when I see people blaspheming God. I get mad when I see people cursing the the name of God. I get mad when I see people like, you know, like taking my sweet Jesus for nothing. To be honest with you, sometimes I say, I wish God could give me his power for two minutes. (laughs) I know God would never do that because he know, you know, like we are human. If he he give you like his power for two minutes, even for one minute, you would do like a lot of crazy things with that power. You know, but God is so lovable. We don't see that. The people that serve in Satan, they don't see that. They don't see how lovable God is because God could have destroyed them and that evil thing they are doing. God is so lovable, God didn't even do it. He allowed them to actually do it. He's waiting for them to choose to get out of it. Like I said, God do not want to force no one to go to heaven. God do not want to force no one to accept him. God do not want to force no one to accept his son Jesus Christ into their life as their Lord and Savior. He wants you to choose to do it. So are you ready? Guys, I'm going to end right here. Before I'm I'm done, I'm going to say it again. If you haven't received Christ into your life as your Lord and Savior, please accept Jesus Christ right now into your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, guys, have a wonderful day. I will see you guys on Wednesday. I love you guys. Thank you for watching me. Thank you for taking the time to actually write this video. I really appreciate it. May God bless you guys. Have a wonderful day. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Talk With You. If you have not done so, if you did, we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day. May God bless you all. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.